Want to welcome everybody to another exciting and profound episode of Cowboy Mafia, reminding you that mafia isn't just a bad thing. That's not. Mafia means a close group of people in a particular field having a controlling influence, and myself and Brad Narducci, rodeo is filled with those people with the influences of being a mafia. Hence why the name, Cowboy Mafia. Were you throwing it to me, or were you just going to talk the whole time? I threw it to you, picked it back up, and then I'm throwing it back to you. Oh, okay. Or it could mean... Watch out in your car because it might <laughs> blow up when you start it. I watched Mafia. a show recently called The Offer about the making of The Godfather. Yeah. Pretty eye-opening to really? what my family and your family used to do back in the day. The Narducci's, huh? Yeah, the Lucia's uh, and the Bentons. Can you talk Can you talk like an Italian? <laughs> no, no, South Texas. <laughs> no, no. Through and no. through. I guess we'll get right to it and introduce our guest on this week's episode. He is a many-time NFR qualifier. How many? Seven times. Nice. Good job. Seven times? Yes, sir. Seven times of the NFR and the bull riding. He has been, for the last decade, I would say, I think, was it 2012? We'll get into that. But I do believe your rookie year was 2012. And since then, it's been 11 years. He has been one of the most dominant guys in the sport of bull riding and professional rodeo. And that's hard to do. Ladies and gentlemen, make welcome your man, your myth, the future legend, Trey Bent III. Uh, Nice warm round of applause from our in-studio audience right there. Trey Benton the third. So, what was your dad's name? Uh, Thomas Sergeant Benton Jr. Really? Uh, wow. Trey ain't real. It's not real. No. You're or, a Tom. I could go under the radar as Trey Benton if you want me to. Your real name's Thomas. 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 That's an Italian name. Yeah, Tommy. Where, where yeah. did Where did Trey come from? The third. Oh. Tress. Trey. Trey's. Oh. Ah. What? What the hell? Have My we whole been doing? life. Yeah. I was today years old when I found out that Trey was Trace because it's the third. Yeah. Oh my. So that's just a nickname. Yeah. Wow. Taxes give me a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> or that could work for your yeah for your uh, profit. Yeah, uh, it hadn't. It hasn't yet. <laughs> they still want their money. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the. I, I haven't paid mine yet. I, I got an extension. I did too. Yeah. Till October, baby. Ugh. Yes. I just don't wanna. I just don't wanna. I don't. I'll tell like you what it. the move is to go adopt some kids. Just find so go, go to Montana. Go Trey, to can, are yours available? <laughs> no. How many? How many? No, kids? I like mine. <laughs> how many kids do you have, Trey? I got two. I got a little boy that's two and a half, and a another little boy that he's seven months old. So, did you continue the? Uh, are we looking at TB four and TB five? Thomas Quaid. Thomas Quaid. Oh my that's gosh, he is just gonna be a baddie from he's, the. I mean, already he's already got acting. Thomas positions. Quaid. He got some attitude. Thomas. He's not he's not the most social kid you've ever seen. <laughs> That's awesome. That's weird because you and Reba both are very social. Oh yeah, we were crossing the border back from Calgary and uh they said, you know, who's all with you? Got our two boys in the back. Okay, let's see them. Open the door. Said Thomas, he goes, "No." Oh, <laughs> not Reba, the time. Reba's like, he Shut goes up. he goes by Quaid. Oh, how you doing, Quaid? No. No, um, no. Like, the, the most defined no. <laughs> like, And he's like, all right, thank goodness he looks like us. How bad would it have been like, I don't even know these people. I want my mommy and daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're getting your ass whipped whenever we get out of here. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. I've heard uh, multiple stories. Michael Otero, um, calf roper, they were headed up there, and he told me a very similar story, uh, their little boy, and they were like, so have y'all been in Texas? No, nope, haven't been in Texas. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, we have, Daddy. We've been from Texas because you know, I guess hauling horses or whatever." And they were like, "No, he's a, it's a, oh, he's we a, don't know him. He's got Tourette. <laughs> he says a bunch of stuff. You know stuff. how kids are. Oh gosh, they I, t- they tell you the truth every time. <laughs> They're little shits. That's All right, pull the left. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, sir. We're we're gonna need you to get out of the vehicle. Oh, My man. daughter the other day, I was brushing my teeth. And I, I, I've chewed Copenhagen since I was 14. I drink coffee. And I was brushing my teeth. I said, all right, brush your teeth. She goes, Dad, why are your teeth yellow? And I went, get out. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Do you not see me brushing them? Get out. We're trying to amend that. Kids. So two kids. Uh, and that's a, that's a life in itself. And, and you do something that I don't see a lot of guys do. And that's take your families. Being a rough stock rider, your family, I saw you in San Antonio, and I've seen you everywhere else. And your family, probably 90% of the time, is with you. What's that like, traveling with your family and two small children? Not like right, right. adult kids that are going to play behind the bucking chutes. I mean, I know the I know Quaid does because I see him getting all dirty and everything. But what's that like, traveling with your family? Man, me and Reba, we, 
we got we got rodeo in our blood. Yeah, it runs through our veins, and they're gonna have it too. So <laughs> doesn't matter the age. Doesn't I mean rodeo family is so awesome. It That's is. the thing. Like it's not like we're at an NFL game where we've got so many strangers. Yeah. Uh, if they got kids or even people that don't have kids, they see something not right. They see a a stranger that yeah. they're gonna say something. Yep. Yep. And sure. that's what I love about rodeo, and that's why we we are so involved uh, with our family and everything. You know, this is a great thing to be a part of. And I did an interview with Janie earlier after I rode. People don't understand rodeo. Like, we live the American dream. Mm-hmm. We do what we want. Yeah. You don't want to do it today? Yep. Turn out. Pay your fees? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We literally, like, we live that free American Hope it. Hope it's not going nowhere. No, I I love that that attitude, and I wish more com- people competitors in our business had that attitude. And I think the majority of them do. But there's, I feel like there's a growing group that almost feel a bit entitled at times. And and I've been there. You know, mm-hmm. what you but when you take a step back and you realize, holy cow! I Depends on what situation or rodeo. You you get me involved <laughs> with a gate man. Oh boy! Oh, but that's a different that's the a dreaded different, gate That's man. a different conversation. Sounds like we're heading for a story. Ah, <laughs> uh, they treat me right. I treat them right. There you go. <laughs> it's got to be cool for from a kid's perspective though too, because you think about like other little kids that you went to school with, like they would always go on vacations, right? Well, when like you're a rodeo kid and you grow up, all you do is travel, you know. And I'm sure both of your kids have seen. We uh, went. We so went so many states. We went on vacation on the job, right? From Calgary down to here, we stopped at West Yellowstone. Oh, cool! cool. Saw the elk. We did it? We made the loop in Yellowstone did National ride a Park. Buffalo? No, but we damn sure could have got on one. <laughs> was there any Japanese people out there trying to pet them? Do what? The Jap- you remember the there Japanese? Was, oh, there was there. They were there. Oh, my gosh. They were wanting Those to people. get involved. I was like, I mean, yeah. hey, at your own expense, right? Yeah, you ride bulls for a living, but you know better than to mess with a wild buffalo. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous animals. That's why I have so much respect for Brad's people. Well, yeah, I mean, they were dangerous to us, but... Uh, yeah, hey, you respect the animal, huh? <laughs> Yeah. I don't really get to go around them because they're not where I live. Right. Which sucks. I really want to kill one with a bow. No chance you could kill. Could you kill one with a bow? 100%. The only trouble I would have is sneaking up on one. Because when I I put on camouflage and I'm sneaking up on an animal, they're like, what the hell's that half acre of land doing walking at me? I put on a ghillie suit. I look like a full-grown pine tree. You know what I mean? Like... Hey, you wear your little little docent. They might think something else. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Maybe you're going about. They gonna the get a little. Clo- they're yeah. gonna get a little closer than you want. That would be Dre- my luck. Dress up as a buffalo instead of a tree, That'd and they're gonna be coming to you. Put out the vibe. Yes. <laughs> See what happens. Hello, gents. Oh my gosh, Ladies. look at that one. <laughs> Walks kind of weird. Intimidating. I like catch, alpha male. catch me on the outdoor channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and also how to catch a predator, Brad Narducci. Um. Speaking of Quaid, and I want to go back to this, does he have a favorite? Because I've talked to some other guys, and they're they're like, I'm not even his, you know, my son's favorite bull rider, bronc rider, whatever. Does Quaid have any other favorites besides you? I don't think he really. He don't know anybody besides me and mom. Oh, okay, so that's good. Reba's so the best roper. Right, I'm the best bull <laughs> there rider. There you go. There you go. You got him trained right. Yeah. that's so good. That's so good. And so talking about Reba, I I knew Reba before. Y'all ro- or rope together before you guys were married because mm-hmm. I saw her at all the jackpots with her family. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's a real deal woman roper. Yeah, she can. Her and her, her mom is one of the winningest mm-hmm. team, women team roper ever. Yeah, they. That's uh, incredible. I had to step my game up on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I have. That's I right. I forgot you're a team roper and a calf roper. Yeah, I was actually a really good calf roper in high school, and I had a, a left. To go rope calves with my one good horse, or I had a right to take my bull bag in a car with three other guys. I picked the right, and you I picked the right. I'm, I picked the right one. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't going broke. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Not that I mean, if you're good, you're good, right? A little less investment in bull riding. A little less though. investment. Yeah. That's a good, good wording. That's the way I look at it. Because in if any of the timed events in professional rodeo, if you want to be in the timed events, it's a two hundred thousand dollar investment oh. before you even buy your horse. Oh yeah, it's the rig that you're going to live in. And then, and, and not even two, it's more, it's over 200,000. It's got to be, yeah. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. 200,000 scratching the surface. Maybe yeah. the horse. 
Well, yeah, exactly. Might but get you the, the horse. That's the other thing is you look at all the guys that are successful and the the level of horsepower. I'm not saying guys back way back when didn't have good horses, but it's like now they're breeding them specifically for those events now, and it's incredible. It's oh incredible. yeah, you you watch Relentless on Instagram. Yeah, there oh, you man. go. There's yeah. the next level. Yeah. If you want to beat them, better. That's what you're gonna have to beat. Bring because it. they are the best of the best. I, me and Miles Baker were. I wouldn't say we're tight, but we're we're uh, acquaintances. Sure. And I, I always like their stuff. I'll come in with a comment every once in a while. Yeah. You know? uh, that's what, I don't know, throws them off a little bit when, <laughs> when I can I can talk calf roping, I can talk yeah. team roping, I can talk horsemanship, catch a roper in a corner like me and Trey Yates are real cool. Nice. Me and Blaine Cox are really cool. Yeah. Me and Blaine Cox grew up roping calf really? together. Really? That's awesome. So, Blaine's got a good chance this year. Yes, sir. 2023 to go back to the NFR. Pretty exciting. He's always been dominant. Yeah. Down in South Texas, too. Oh, That's yeah. another reason why Calf Roping kind of left me a little bit. Man, I was thrown to the wolves ever oh. since. Yeah. If you grow up in the state of Texas, and it's it's getting like that in, in more states than just, I mean, we're here in Utah at the days of 47, and the level of competition. We watched the Young Guns tonight. Oh, man. And I, I want to make this not just about days of 47 but we watched a 13 year old kid put the boots to one in the bareback riding on a bucking little mini virgil yeah and rode the hair off of it. he had a place tonight oh absolutely yeah, really yeah. good what i'm getting to notice is there's not so much quantity but the quality is there mm -hmm. increase the quality is it's definitely there in the yeah. youth yeah for sure so let's talk about you obviously the day and age of you jumping in the car with your buddies and and going to the bull riding that's over um, and now you're with your family, but let's go back to those days. Who did well, you... it ain't so much over. Okay. They they have their span out here. Okay. I, I can't live without them for four months. <laughs> yeah, but right. They come out here for a few weeks, and this road's hard. Uh -huh. It is not for the for the weary, you know. So and, are you back in the in the car with Cody Teal then? Yeah, me and Cody Teal had a 10-year break. Band's back together. Yeah, and we're, <laughs> you know, he's been dominating. He got, he wanted to do something different. Yeah. Came back to rodeo. I love it. Got, went back to being Cody Teal. And, yeah. Looks good. And, he looks yeah. really good. He looks like he's having fun. He, yeah. he, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I think a lot of that is, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, but like traveling with the right group, when I work with yep. certain guys that are my friends and I get to, we get to go into battle together at every rodeo, it just makes everything better. Even if you have a bad perf, you never really have a bad perf because you're with your friends. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's uh, funny. Somebody, people who have noticed, we showed up, uh, Pecos, Springdale, one of the first ones of the summer. We walk up, Marty Yates is on his horse. I've known Marty. I've roped against him since I was nine years old. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, I see you. Band's back together. <laughs> you and Cody Teal. And I just threw it through me off. <laughs> like, Marty's cool, but, like, yeah, for him to say that and even pay attention to, to that. Yeah. And then at Mandan the other day, Driggers, me and him, are, I've always, you know, talked to him, BSed him, all that good stuff. He come up to me and Teal. Hey, I see you. Yeah. And I was cool. just like, man, that made me feel good. Heck yeah. People know. And ro I mean, ropers worry about their end. Right. I don't know how much they pay attention to ours, but obviously enough. Yeah. And it just, it made me feel good. Heck like, yeah. That's because, that, I mean, it's been 10 years since me and him have gone together. Yeah. Was 20, so you guys both made your first NFR in 2012? Yes, sir. You won you, the world. You made your first NFR. Yep. That's me and awesome. him actually went into the NFR first and second. Really? Oh, and and then battled it out. Yep. That's that's like that's cool. I think that's I like, ended up like fourth or fifth and he won the world. That's so cool. But that's like what Kai and Stetson are doing this oh, year. Yeah. Like they're one and two in the world oh, yeah. and they're traveling together. There's something to that where winners run winners run with winners. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've also having kids now and stuff, I'm a lot more I used to be the hothead. Cody was really old. Cody was old. Yeah, if you can believe that. <laughs> Cody was always straight. The highs aren't so high and the lows yeah. aren't so low. My highs were high and my <laughs> lows were low and I wore it. And now I'm just, you know, thirty one and riding bulls. That, sure. That that stuff don't work. You gotta you gotta keep man, the the things I've been through, huh, it's yeah. It's a lot of highs and a lot of lows, but I mean, it's been a it's been a ride. Oh my gosh. So talk about that. I mean, ten years ago, so you guys would have been twenty one. Oh yeah, 20. 20. Oh. 21. Who was twenty one? Or who was Cody 20? was twenty? I was so he's 21. a year younger. I than turned twenty one in October, oh, right before yes. the NFR. So you were sneaking in beers. 
here? Yeah, uh, a little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> they let me in the casinos. Do I? I mean, I, I I was 21, looking like I was 17. Right, right. I threw my ID at a bouncer. Here, bitch. Look at this. <laughs> Read it. Yeah. That's, out loud. You're letting me in. That's right. <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Yeah. I, oh I had my a gosh. little bit of a good time my first two and a half bars. I bet three and, half and Cody was just, did he partake? Did he have any any fun stuff? Pretty level. Pretty level. Just, Pretty middle of the road. That's awesome. You didn't even have a drink tonight. <laughs> <laughs> World champ. Right. Uh-huh. Look at my buckle. Right. That's awesome. Talk about being the longevity. Everybody... Not everybody, but a lot. The old adage is bull riding is a young man's game, and you're in my eyes, you're still young because I'm older than you by six years. Damn. And so, come on, Brad. Almost forty. I'm not Damn. almost forty. <laughs> I'm still in my mid thirties. You're not. You're past your mid thirties. <laughs> no, I'm, shut up, Brad. You're thirty eight. Why would you tell that? Because you said that? six years older. Your math is. Ter- you can also tell he's homeschooled. <laughs> I'm thirty one. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm. 70. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. his math. Whatever. I'm hey, six 30, to seven years older than you. 30 really hit me hard. <sighs> like in what way? Being a bull rider and being 30. It's like being an NFL running back and being 30. Yeah. You're saying not like mentally, but just like Oh, still, mentally. Oh, mentally. Mentally. So not, it kind of entered in. Whoo. I was like, I better get it right. Did you? I, qu- got a, I got a kid. A lot of doubt? No. No doubt. Uh, you either in or you out. Okay. And I was in. I love it. All that. in. That's awesome. That's it, it, but it took me kind of both. So I've had great years but the two years that have been bad to me was 2020 when i had my first boy and 2022 last year during the nfr yeah when i had my second boy yeah call it blessings call it what it is sure hey it didn't work made yeah. me a better man made me a bigger man yep i got you know mouths to feed everybody does out here yeah. or well that's going through that ropers bull riders that mentality you carry with you. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you, do you feel that pressure adds a little more uh, strength to you, knowing that you, you're you not just riding for yourself anymore, that, that you have to take care of these little kids? Well, I and I got to contain my – like, I want to get frustrated when it's not working. Right. Of course. I mean, I'm 31, but, like, I've been – I've snapped my femur in 2013 and went and rode at the NFR. I've had ACL surgery in both knees. I've broken both sides of my face. Last year, I, I was 88 in Spanish Fork, made a great bull ride, bull jumps out of it and goes down the pin, break my arm in half. Whew. Oh, my God. Wow. Just like freak deal, hit his horn coming down, bang. Smoked you. Went rode back him. up to the northwest and rode with a cast all the way up to my shoulder. Oh. I would tape it on. That's one like thirteen thousand. That's, that's some cowboy shit. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Wow. I don't know. Pain and pain's what you make it. Ask JB. Yeah, that ain't no joke. Yeah, so, is, have you been like that your whole life? Like where you just kind of tough and didn't care? And oh, I cared. It hurt. No, I know, <laughs> but, but I'm saying, but I you mean, can still compartmentalize it where it's like it doesn't affect your mental stance or your mental ability and your physical ability. You who know, do you Who do you want to be at the end of the day? You want to be the guy. You want to be the guy that said, "Well, I could have done it, but I broke my leg. I broke my leg at Puyallup, Washington. They carried me out. Went to the, uh, I can't remember the hospital. It was two blocks away. Sat in a hot, sat in a hospital for a week. Stuck a rod in my leg. I rode at the NFR three months later. Wow. I had screws backing out in my knee. Backing out. It was a five month sit out, and that was two and a half months. Holy crap. They had crutches. Justice Sportsman had crutches. Right outside the gate. That's. I'd put my rope on, crutch around, ride. They'd have them wait for me out there for ten days in Vegas. Dude. My armpits were done. Oh my god. <laughs> that That's was, the worst part. That yeah. was the worst. Yeah. But I did. I went ten rounds. That's crazy. I, I looked at it as, you know, fight mode boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Fight ten fight. rounds with a broken femur. I mean, I got on tested. I got on some of the buckingest bulls in the world. Oof. That's baffling to me, and I, and I, even as a rodeo announcer and as a fan, like I see y'all do that, but those those nuances, those stories, just like that, that's baffling to me because, and I, I'm not picking on major sports or anything like that, but they're getting paid millions upon millions of dollars, and then so and so will be out of this game because he stubbed he's, his toe because he rolled his ankle, and I mean we say this you know all the time, but that's the truth, and y'all pay to play, that's the other thing that's just still. 
it gets into the mindset, and we'll get into that later. I want to get into some. To That's some, what I was gonna say. Is you know what it takes to talk yourself you know, onto a these bulls, right. these bulls, these ones, yeah. These aren't, yeah. This ain't your herd bull at back home. No. that you're that you're cow tipping. Yeah, no, these are twenty. You see dirty brew tonight. Ooh. Yeah, that was he's just. Like I mean, the one bag. I rode. I yeah. mean, if you ain't for real. Yeah, you're gonna don't get even hurt. don't even strap yeah. up. You got to be all in, just like you said, all in. Who do you want to be at the end of the day? Who do you want to be stuff. at the end of the day? You've asked that question, it's, it's not answered. But who do you want to be at the end of the day? I want to be Trey Benton, the baddest man alive. I want to be remembered. I love that. And God, you got awesome. the most badass nickname, TB3. Yeah, <laughs> like it is pretty cool. Tom Brady's like fuck. <laughs> That's TB3. <laughs> I don't. Maybe not Tom, but RG3. I mean, he's like, yeah. I can't hold. I can't hold his bull rope. Shit. RG three, the football player. That's no, who the, get like hurt the his tennis first player. Wasn't he like a big he's, time bust? Yeah, RG3. he sucked. Yeah. yeah, he was great in college and yeah. not great in yeah. yeah. But I think that's kind of they gave TB twelve. That's Tom Brady, you yeah. dummy. Why? Well, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, RG three and he got shit on TB. Either way, neither one of them are getting on a bull. That's no. right. No, gosh, no. <laughs> Did you I ever mean, see? You ever see when Chad Ochocinco got on that bull? Oh yeah. Uh-uh. He got on a bull. I don't remember. It was at a PBR. He got on some little, <laughs> little blueberry wine cap, uh-huh. and he was in the buck. And she was going, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this." <laughs> and Tim Ray goes, "Nod your head, man. Nod your head. You can do it." He, he was like two points something. There but you yeah. go, NFL yeah. guy gave respect right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's speaking of the PBR. This podcast is on the PBR uh, podcast network, and. A question that I was thinking of before when we were waiting for you is there's a lot of guys that, like Cody, wins a world title, makes the NFR five times, goes to the PBR, rides, and then he comes back. We see, we've see we seen JB mm-hmm. become the winningest guy in Western sports and then comes to rodeo. Um, but did you ever dabble in the PBR or anything like that, or was that ever even a an, an option? For Man, you. to be honest with and you, and you can speak freely. There's no like we're on oh, the network, yeah. but literally yeah. pro rodeo no, PBR doesn't matter. Western sports. I never, as a whole. I never won a world title here. I said when I won a world title here, then you would go. And I've won second, third, fourth. Yeah, I've I've been really yeah. That so that most. was your measuring stick, kind of. And then, though, as the years went on, like there's a different. I don't want to say different type of person over there. Sure. They they like that rock star lifestyle. Yeah. I do, I'm 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 cowboy. Rodeo guy, yeah. Yes, you sir. want to talk to the time defenders. You want to watch the other events and you want to I see want good horsepower. I want to do what I want when I want. Yeah. And I don't need nobody telling me how to do it. And I feel like That's I mean, good. it kind of goes with that statement earlier. I live the free life. Right. Ain't nobody telling me what I got to do today, right. yep. tomorrow. Yep. The biggest Calgary, whatever. Yeah. The biggest stage on earth. I I do what I want when I want and I I like that. And I will take a pay cut to live that. That's cool. Because that's, that's PBR, cool. that's where the money's at. It, where the buckness bulls in the world are at. It's not a hidden secret. Watch right. PBR finals this so, past year. Oh my gosh. They set a, a record. Bath. They set a record the first night of having the least amount of bulls ridden. Yeah. In the round one. Yeah. Three. They rode three. Out of forty five. And uh, every 40, one of the bulls. Twenty two, twenty three points. With that being said, and I'm not I'm I'm a, I love pro rodeo and and I did some stuff at the PBR, but for the ten days of the NFR, I've looked into it. I've seen both sides of it. I know where you're going with it. I've heard that PBR guys can say they can make this trail. It's here for you. Yeah, but it ain't easy. Yeah, Mm-mm. Junior Souza. Yep, he's a good friend of mine. I talked to him about it. I said, uh, you know what you think, Junior? He said, man. I drive for 10 hours, <laughs> I sleep for two, then I get on a bull. <laughs> All these guys over here, they say, oh, Pete, pro rodeo, it's easy. Them bulls are easy. But, like, literally, bull riding is the – that eight seconds yeah. is the easiest part right. out here. That's crazy. You, I mean, yeah. you got to drive 12, 13, oh, 14 man. hours. Them ropers got oh, yeah. it tough. Holy yeah. cow. Gives me so much respect because, okay, look here. I'm in the bull ride, and I see every rodeo the whole time. I mean, the from, whole rodeo. from bareback riding to yeah. bull riding, I watch it all. Yep. Being com- from a roping background, I study I study that roping. Mm-hmm. I, I got just as much respect, if not more, for the horses that are out here taking it every day than I, than I do the cowboys. Yeah. So 
like I said, I mean, if you think you can do it, get out here, but they don't. Right. They like staying in that hotel room on the weekends, the same spot. Getting on an airplane. They getting on yep. some bucking bulls. I'm yeah. not denying that. Yeah. But they ain't out here. They ain't out here grinding. Yeah. Well, and now with the NFR paying what it does, $30,000 rounds on average, it's going to pay it's close to Hey, a man, top three in the world going to win 350 plus. I'm good with that. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money. I'm good with 350000 That's a lot of money. That's a good year. That's a good year. And it makes it all it makes it all worthwhile. So yeah. That's awesome. So do you have do you have like a, a favorite time of your life where you were just like, This this is just easy? Was it ever was it ever No, because some of my biggest injuries came when I was young. Okay. When I first come on the scene. That broken think, leg, uh, broke my eye socket. I broke my eye socket and my leg in twenty thirteen. I was twenty one. Jeez. That sucks. So what pushes you forward from that being young like what like did ever think did you did did you ever think like "Eh, maybe i should go get my rope can out and put put some baby powder on them no i thought i need to be more careful getting off (laughs) oh that's so good (laughs) such a bull rider pay attention when you get off now or they're gonna crack you pick a better spot (laughs) no man i i love to rope and that's what everybody's like why don't you rope kids go for that linderman Man, it's it's tough. Uh huh. I'm I'm a fan of Josh Frost because yeah. of it. I love him to death. Me and him, we can talk care for open while everybody else talks bull riding <laughs> in the back. Like I study the game. I know how to do all that. But that's a lot of it's focus. Not, it's not for me to want. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I want. I I know I can do it. Yeah. So I don't have to show yeah. nobody. Yeah. So let's talk about the neck roll. Not a lot of oh, bareback yeah. riders use the neck roll. Or, Bull sorry, riders. Bull riders. All, That's all right. Lots all of bareback, bareback riders. All, yeah, all bareback riders use the neck roll. Most of them do. Yeah. Um, when when did that begin and why? Uh, man, when I was – so I was – I grew up small. Okay. Small. Like half of the other kids' age. Junior high finals, me and my buddy Reed Barker, he matured a lot quicker than I did. He was like 5'6", five, 5'5", five, five or whatever. 13 years old, I was like four foot nothing. And so that helmet weighed me down, and I was getting on stuff so big that it would blow my head back to where I couldn't see them. So my dad's like, well, let's put this neck roll on. Let's keep that – let's try to keep that head down. 14, maybe like younger than that, started riding with it. And the other day I was like, man, I want to be a bull rider. I ain't wearing that damn neck roll again. I never saw the bull <laughs> in the practice bin. I never saw him. Where'd he go? My, Where'd he go? Yeah, my head was. But in you the saw sky. the stars and you saw the sky. <laughs> Man, I'm my own person. I like to win. Yeah. I don't care what I look like. No, I, I don't care who I'm trying to please. Damn yeah. right. And everybody, you know, I guess they know because ain't nobody ever giving me a hard time about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not making fun of you. For it, it sounds like you're you are. Ho- you're holding eye contact with me a lot. I'm not making fun of you for it, but it's just not something you. Hey, see when very you often. try that neck roll on your head next time and it works, don't tell me there you were you wrong. Go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> don't let that head horse get your chin uh-huh. and you leave the box. Boy, that's what a good dad move, though, huh? As in for your have, his dad. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Roll. I mean, you know, simplify it, break it down. It's awesome. Well, and you see, like, Kai Hamilton goes from wearing helmet all the time to not wearing a helmet, number one in the world, and is having a spectacular season. And and did JB ever – yeah, JB used to wear a helmet. Yeah, he, he did when he was it. younger, yep. He's he used been to on and bowl off trash it. cans with the helmet from back in the day. Yeah, people, they said, like, when they were in the hallway, when JB would ride, they go, all right, clear the hallway, <laughs> clear the hallway. <laughs> That's how I started. That hot. Were you I'm, a helmet I'm, thrower? I was a stay out of my way. Oh, <laughs> jeez. I was hothead. I ain't joking. Them kids really. See, I kind of like that, though, because it shows, like, how much passion. That's what and, I, and, like, make no yep. mistake, like, those guys aren't mad at anybody but themselves, right? right? Another dad thing is my dad never had to get on to me. Really? Ro- roping, bull riding, youth rodeos, he never had to get on to me. And then parents would be like. Oh, you need to get a hold of him. Oh, and I, he's I like, you. why? He wants to win. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't That's have to. Exactly, I, we, exactly we're not right. showing up, and I'm having to be like, "Boy, you didn't try hard." Yep. I'm just over there looking at how mad you are about how you wanted to win, and I had parents in high school rodeo and stuff come up to me. Hey, ain't no need for all that. I said, until you're hauling me around, I don't need your opinion. Boom, boom. I mean, and then there's people that thought that I wasn't going to make it because of my attitude. Really, really. Wow. Here we are. 
Wow. I hope they're listening now. Yeah. And all you people can suck it. Yeah. Which I sure. wouldn't say it wasn't a little over the top at times. I don't know. It's it's not like you're... It's an emotional sport. Like yeah. I said, you got to talk yourself into bull riding. Man. You're four foot nothing getting on... When I, when I was... You have to have that attitude. And they weren't worried about yeah. you. They were like, oh. well, if you're good enough, you'll make it. And if not, you won't. Yeah. Not HD like bringing their today. young bulls in. <laughs> Dude, South, South Texas was a rough. Ooh, yeah. Man. I mean, they, they threw you to the wolves. Yeah. Wow. And, and I think that's something in rodeo, especially now, there's a very outspoken, flamboyant youngster in the, in the bareback riding that gets a lot of heat for being passionate. But if you look throughout the ages and of all competitors – at some point or another, it's that competitive drive. And if Casey Field might have a straight face if he gets bucked off of one or does, doesn't does spur one good or whatever, but I'm telling you on the inside. Oh, it's that's, eating him up. Yes. Yeah. So it's just it's a different way of expressing Everybody it. handles it differently. Yes, absolutely. That's, what, that's the great thing about rodeo. Yeah. A lot it's of different not, personalities. This is not a team event. Right. Team roping, yeah. I mean, it's team roping, but. Oh, yeah. You you got any good stories hey, where you got in a fight there? Uh, I never got into a fight with a partner because I was always if and this you is, were the quarterback. I was the quarterback, and if they missed, generally I would say, "What do I need to do better?" Yeah, like that's just Ryan Motes taught me that, um, and that's kind of how even I am with my announcing. It's like if I mess up or if somebody doesn't do their job, like what can I do better to help you? And I'm not maybe that sounds like I'm just pandering or whatever, but I used to. I went one summer. I uh, crunching my hats was my big thing, mm. and so stupid. Mm. And so <laughs> we're no, I would like, take my hat off and gotta go and get another hat. Coleman, Texas, you know Coleman. You can oh, yeah. go to Coleman, Gladewater, Cleburne, Weatherford. Um, hit Mesquite if you get up right. Uh-huh. Like it had been a full week. Coleman Saturday night, we drew the steer. They had already been four on. Nail the barrier, and I don't touch this sucker. Oh. So I immediately I'm riding out through those back pins and I'm taking my hat off and I'm just and I already went through two of them in the last two months and I'm crunching it up and I throw it into the bullpen. My partner at the time was Seth Jones. Not you might know Seth, but Seth goes, "Hey Lush, uh, we have more rodeos next week." And you told me before we started that was your last hat that you had, and so I literally had to no, wait. You did. Yes, <laughs> I had to wait till they loaded the bulls because I'm scared of bulls. Climb the fence. It's mud and crap and everything. And I unfold this poor hat, <laughs> punch it out, put it back on. He's like, "Looks good, bud. Let's go." Very humbling. Oh God, Very that and that's the that was the last time. And you made yourself rope with it. Yep, and I did. Every that's, time you looked at that hat, you're probably like, "And that was just dumb on my part." Like, come on, like, kick the tire. Don't ruin a good hat because you're an idiot and you didn't touch a steer. Punch the wall. And then I, yeah, punch the wall. And then I got used to missing and quit. Quit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And that was my uh, team roping And that's why I'm a pro rodeo announcer now. (laughs) And so... (laughs) That's funny. When I realized... And that's mental fortitude. There's a reason that I'm an announcer now. Because I didn't react the right way of how to... You you have to handle and be able to be okay sometimes with not performing, learn from it, and then go in the next day. I would let it snowball. Oh, it's a horrible. You thing. could you couldn't shake it off. I couldn't shake it off. I would back in the box if I was roping here and I'd missed one the night before. I'd back in the box thinking about yep. splitting the horns or throwing it over one's head or breaking the slapping them on the ass. In, yeah, instead of I'm gonna, I'm gonna win it. this son well, of a gun. And that's that's this why leads I, right into tonight. Yeah, I've I've won six thousand dollars since I left for Pecos, Texas mm. in June. That sucks. Wow. And uh, you rode one of Pecos, didn't you? I've I've wrote yeah. some no yeah. no I got no, on that Bayou Bengal forty eight of the member that never been bumped right. on the left forty eight point right. full score son yeah. of a bitch oh my I'm just glad I still got my teeth the big that's brindle there's sometimes you just glad you walked away from I know it. that bull you know that oh I've from San Antonio it. Jeff Askey that's yeah. right oh, yeah which gosh. that was on a right hand delivery he was on all lefts oh, at Pegasus right. he had never been bucked on a left yeah he was nasty so like what do you think what do you think this bull could just be up and down in the Gate to the left, like he is on a right. Yeah, I did. I didn't want to jump to that conclusion because right. he's a right-handed bull. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, he's gonna give me a big one and go right. A big one, oh. <laughs> a real big one. And I've shown that video without even being embarrassed because anybody's like, oh, I'll be like, they marked, they marked him 48. 
48, Holy 24, both shit. sides. Wow. Jeez. Without even a question either. Uh-uh. Yeah, he's yeah. incredible. So are you a bull rider that likes to like have a little background on a bull you're getting on? He's out one, goes left. I like, can't help myself. Like you, you so I can't do a little, just show well, you just up. got done saying yeah. you study the calf roping. So if he studies other events, of course, oh, man. of course, student of the game, yeah. you got to do your homework. I I could never understand that. Like JB would always be like, I don't care what he does, jump for jump. I, I, I well, I'd be like, okay, well if he's got a big fake left, when it goes I got a right. rock and pee like I did tonight, I want to know what this is about to do. <laughs> that was a cool and bull. They turned him out four out of five times this year. I had one video of Greeley Extreme, <laughs> and it was 1.8 seconds. Jeez. And I was like, well, that's what I'm getting on. Yeah, well, we, we Unri- gotta- He was an unridden bull. We'll give yeah. people the context. Trey Benton Road, an unridden bull. Remind me of the bull's name. Pearl Snap Fever. Per- Pearl Snap Fever. Pearl Harbor. Son of, of, heart- of HD page. Yeah. Pearl Harbor embryo. Been wow. unridden, and uh, you went 88 and a half on him tonight? Yes, sir. Yeah, but, like oh. I had two or three, like Zeke Thurston. He didn't even know that. Uh, I, walked, I talked to him real quick before I came in here, and he said – Man, that bull bucked just like Pearl Harbor. Zeke's I was like, just like him. Just that son Zeke, of a you son of a sandbagging. Anyways, uh oh, we won't tell you. Yeah, yeah. Don't you didn't hear it from me? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, but he he did buck just like his daddy. Yeah, he did. He, he was kind of like long. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It felt good. That's why I told them bronc riders, if you're in the right spot on something like that, it's gonna feel good. But if you're not in the right spot, oh right, Into like that arm. last jump. Yeah, I kind of slid off my rope a little bit. I, I got. I just leaned to the right a little bit because I knew if I wouldn't have leaned to the right, I was going to be meeting that sucker. I heard uh, Butch Knowles say something during Calgary. He said, bronc riding can be the hardest event or the easiest event. Like learning how to bronc ride good because it's Hard, it, yeah. the timing of it and everything, it feels so weird and awkward. But then once you figure it out, it can be the most eloquent event. Oh, yeah. And that's what you're like, what you were just saying, where it's either when you get in the right spot, it feels simple. And I felt like I was in the right spot. And No, you were. I didn't make a mistake. Don't act like you know. Uh, you do know a lot about that bull riding. That man's seen bull riding. I love bull riding. Yeah. I love bull riding, Hey, just because you don't do it don't mean you can't study it. Damn right. I love bull See, riding like you love team roping. I You're not good it. at it, but you love it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I know I can't ride bulls. I mean. Okay. It's I ruthless did, I did humble myself the other hey, day. Hey, Cowboy Mafia, right? That's right. Uh-huh. I did humble myself the other day and went on Prodeo.com and I'm like, I'll be on the athlete's deal. So I click it and I type in my name and it says, <laughs> oh, it says don't do un- it. It says it. And I'm like, man, I know I really haven't gone much in, you know, yeah, a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I go back to like, in my mind, I'm like, 2015 was my best year. And I look up my earnings and it was like $4,300 and I went to 43 rodeo. Nice. <laughs> no, that's not a bad average. Yeah, it's terrible average. That's terrible. 100 bucks a rodeo. 100 bucks a rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> The that, math was working. That's funny. oh god. Hey, that's man. like that's like my buddy. He got a Tinder, and he well, you just took a real well. No, no, weird. I'm going, here I'm we going go. To, I'm you know, going team somewhere. open Tinder. I'm, I'm going somewhere yeah. with this. Okay. So he got a Tinder, had his account or whatever. He met this gal at the bar. They started dating for like two months. Well, they break up. He goes back to his Tinder and he goes, "Surely somebody's fucking swiped." <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's like, "Damn, dude." You obviously <laughs> saw something somebody else did. <laughs> He anthony himself. Like, he was oh, like, he's like, man. damn, dude. Not one. Well, a moment ago, I was telling you, I was like, the Cowboy Channel, I always go and look to see if people commented good or bad on the announcers. And like the first three videos I, I look at, people are like, great commentating, love the announcers. Then one guy's like, this guy leaves a lot to be desired. And I'm like, son of a gun. You bastard. Son of a gun. Why do I go look? I just need to not look. Who cares? I'm, I'm just a glutton for punishment. I like I to go see my... I don't know. You, you want to perfect your craft, right? Yeah, but that's a different because that's there's ten thousand people here tonight that absolutely had a great time. Yeah, and then there's one guy on Facebook that can just get exactly. to my soul because he's like, and he said he goes the announcer he didn't realize there was two of us. He goes the announcer leaves a lot to be lot too to desired, and I go like I have a lot of and I wrote him back because I'm an idiot. And you like, always do. Why do you do that? I just like chirping back. It's to fun. Them. And I go, uh, you mean I have a lot of things in my life that you desire. And he didn't write me back. <laughs> he left it at that. Nice. 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 You like, won. So you, hey, you, you won. my wife, eh? Yeah. I have, hey, I, I'm a man that likes to get the last word in. That's right. I've learned During not Fort to, Worth, though. I did this whole mute me deal because there was a lot of people because I was on Cowboy Channel every uh-huh. day at Fort Worth. And people were like, people liked me. And then there was random people that would just be like, this guy sucks. Get him off of here. And I just wrote, all you have to do is hashtag mute me. 
and it blew up and I had like all of my friends for some reason like saw it and they went on and they went to bat and this poor sucker never famous did. off the haters boom yeah. yeah famous off the haters that's good love it but that's why I love talking to pro rodeo competitors because I didn't have that in me honestly like I still deal with it as an announcer like if something goes bad he'll tell me shake it off keep going like that's where I still want to dwell on that yeah where that's why i respect and i'm not just saying this but that's why i love this sport so much and that's why i think there's such amazing fans of this sport because of the mindset like you have dealing you've just went through probably a quarter of your injuries that you've had in your career and yet you're still sitting here tonight 31 years old just went 88 and a half and you're smiling and you're probably up you're up at spanish fork tomorrow like it just keeps going that's why i love this sport and people unless you fully know the story, we'll never understand what it takes to do what y'all do. It's getting attention because you watch the NFL, NBA, MLB. It's played out. Yeah. You know, like them guys, they know they're getting that check. The fans watching they want that them. Bag. I mean, NFL, yeah, it's the biggest thing in the world for sure. But if people really got desire of a sport, mm-hmm. they want to watch rodeo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're what? working with an animal that does not care. He doesn't read your <laughs> no. resume, as Donnie Gay would say. Right. He, it's true, though. I mean. who? Uh, speaking of Donnie Gay, who was your, growing up, who was your hero? Uh, I love Donnie Gay. Because uh, not. I'm Chris not, Shivers, because he was okay. little. So that's what I was going to say, the size. He's Donnie's a, a pretty. Ass. Oh, my God. He, hey, hey he make your hair on back of your neck stand when Ooh, you rode one. boy. I don't know how long it's been since he rode a bull, and I go do a bull riding in Alexandria, Louisiana, and he's at he's there, and he's just roping bulls. And I had never, like, shaken his hand before. That man still walks with swagger. Like, like when he walked into a room, everybody, it was just like he has that aura about him of knowing that he's a BA, doesn't have to say a word, just was, and it still is. Like, and that's, like, there's something special yeah. about that. Mike White, too. Mike, Mike White. he ropes and yeah, rides bro. bulls. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's was crazy. He is That dude, crazy. he loses. You want to talk about a hand, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The money he got they on sold one their horse. Years ago. That, that white bull at... Uh, Boomer. Uh, yeah, Boomer. Oh was it, he was, was like, that at JW Hearts deal? Or? No, it was, it was in Vegas during, like... Uh, not Phenom. Was it Phenom Genetics? I can't remember who. Like, they Why had, did like, he get on a bull? It was like 43 It I was think. a $10,000 bet. Really? And he and he strapped him. What's hilarious? What? He stepped off of him. Did his, he wear his roping spurs or did he use bull riding spurs? Oh, no. He wore his, his son. He his son pulled his rope. Yeah. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, he had to get his gear bag out of the attic. <laughs> and so he was rosining his rope. <laughs> and I walked by and he goes, I said, what's up? He goes, smells like cat piss. <laughs> He had cat piss all over his stuff. Oh, all over his there stuff. There you go, young bull riders. You but want like, to make that sticky icky more sticky? But cat hadn't piss. been on one in 10 years. Jumped out. And, and legit, 88, 89 legit. all day. Scrap. That's awesome. That's what, that was another thing. That was like, that dude puts, I mean, just like any cowboy. Yeah. Put it to your mind. You can do it. There's no limits out here. You can do it. I no limits. That. Look at Sage Kimsey. Yeah. Look at, I mean, look at Stetson Wright. Yeah. Look at. Anybody's getting on a bull at the top of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's for real out here. It is. I'm going to ask you a hard question. Okay. Other than yourself, the best bull rider to never win a world title. Denny Flynn. Denny Flynn. I looked up to him. I like Denny. I questioned him up and down about stuff just because it was after I had run through some hard luck. I was so close like two or three times. Denny, he's, if you know him, you know him. So laid back. I don't know him. I well, just Trey, it's just, it'll happen if it happens. And I even question world champions. What do I have to do to be the best? It's like, it's nothing. There's nothing that's like no written in. Sauce. There ain't no scripture on it. No, yeah. no. Yeah. There's like, it worked out that year. I was the best that year. And that's the way it went down. Wesley Silcox kind of told me that. Mm. He's like, I was the best that year. Nobody could touch me. I, I can't tell you how I did it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was getting frustrated. Sure. Tell me, like, yeah, like, yeah. When you're that close, a second, a third, and a fourth, or what did you say? I, I've been, but, I've been top five like three times. I've been gosh. top ten every times, but except for when I broke my leg, I was just surviving out there. Mm. Yeah, but hey, if it don't work, yeah, it's still I, I, I can leave it. Yeah, I can leave it at that. So, my all-time goal is either a world title or ten NFRs. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're a bull rider these days, make 10 NFRs, you've done that's, something. That's crazy. So, uh, would those be consecutive? Sorry to interrupt. They would not. No. 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 
I, I've been professional for, oh, yeah. for 11 years. I made s- 10 years, made seven. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, this would be your 10th season. Um, anyways, math is so freaking Don't try it, Anthony. Why is <laughs> move so on. hard? Math is not hard for some people. I know. It hurts my head. Sorry, man. And I'm sorry to all of our listeners. Kids, stay in school. And if you can, if you're homeschooled, get a tutor <laughs> and listen to that tutor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm sorry. It's great advice. I need to be better at it. It's okay. Or find a woman that does know math. She, my wife, is a doctor of education. She is so smart. There you go. Yeah. What she, do you need math for if you got her? Bingo. What do I need math? I'll, I'll give you some math. She's really hot. <laughs> you know. She's a ten. Yeah. That adds up. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, future. So okay, not future. I don't want to get into future yet. But Brad asked a question earlier about if if having kids adds more pressure or almost more incentive? Or is it still the same, like, when you nut Quaid and you go to strap it on a bull, Do does your family, are you so focused that your family just kind of, not fades away, but you're so focused on your task, or is that still on your mind when you're about to slide up and nod? There's like a different, uh, it's a different motive. Okay. You don't want to stub your toe, because like, like I said, you get on the, Buckingest bulls in the world, and you got a family. Uh, me and Sage talked about this in Extreme Bulls the other day. I look at it more now as my next one, my next bull is more important than the one at hand. If I get in a bind and it's happening, I'm not having the best year I've ever had, Yeah, but I'm having one of the healthiest years I've ever had. There you go. So my next bull is more important. He's like, that's, I feel like that's how it, and a guy that rides as good as we do, that's how you got to look at it because yeah, wow. you're not going to stub your toe too much. It's, but if you get in a bind where you're about to – like tonight, perfect example. Like if I would have been in the middle and wouldn't have looked right when I stepped off, probably would have met his head. Sure. Ooh. Knocked you out. Yep. You can't – like you can't – I don't know. I don't, I don't like the concussion deal. If I get knocked out, I take automatic two weeks off. Okay. That's smart. And so you're not the guy that's like shake it off. And- I've been knocked out like six times in my life. But all of them had been dispersed, and neither one, both times I broke my face, I didn't get knocked out. I walked away. Oh, you're sick! If you're listening to this, do not fight Trey. <laughs> <laughs> I got metal on one side, so you do not hurt this guy. Oh my gosh! But yeah, you didn't get knocked out when you broke time, your face. It's like a broke face. pressure or something. Yeah, at Mercedes oh uh, in twenty one, I, I landed on my. I was feet, there. Walked away from it. Had blood coming out one nostril. My face blew Ooh. up, and I was like. Damn, I think I broke my face. <laughs> you guys are it so hurt, t- I stubbed my toe. I'm down for 48 <laughs> minutes. Hey, next I morning, I broke my face. Reba was, made some eggs for me because I had to eat. I didn't eat nothing. And uh, I was I was eating the eggs, and bones were crunching. Oh, okay. You and I was you like, gotta do the- we need to go to the emergency room. Got a plastic surgeon next week. Good to go. I was riding in three weeks. You look better. You look oh, great. Thanks. They did some improvements. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. I wish we could surgery. show the before and after. Right. You know, Maybe we'll put I stayed away from the Botox, but they didn't help me out. <laughs> Give me a little under my eyes. Your yeah. forehead looks really got you like it's smooth. Oh, thanks. It's good. You look good for 31. Whatever, Brad. <laughs> don't <laughs> make me laugh. I love it. Golly, uh, that you heard. I can't even. I literally can't wrap my head uh, The highs aren't so high and the lows aren't so low. Man, what an attitude to have. That's, it's so good. I learned that from Cody. That's cool. Cody Teal. That's cool. I Great look guy. up to him. He's awesome. As far as like a well, you look up a to person your age. Five eight, five nine. Yeah, I look up to him anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was the only joke. joke. That's the only joke. No, it's the second one. No, it's not. You're making fun of his mic stand. No, I was not. I was helping him adjust it. Mine's just a short look. It's tilted a little bit. Still makes big words. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's when you're this short, you better have a comeback. That's right. That ain't no right. joke. Golly, I was also short and so chubby. Tough. Oh, as a kid, it got made fun of a lot. Still, still do. No, oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'm dealing with that. I was just uh, chubby, normal size. <laughs> yeah, but you were a Golden Gloves boxer. What I hated though was my grandma. Did I tell you this story about the sweaters? No. For Christmas, she would always hand make us all all of us kids sweaters. I'm the only one in my family that was overweight. And so my sweaters were always small and my belly button would hang out. I hate and she'd everybody get together. Did she do that on purpose? I think she did. (laughs) She she was very passive aggressive though. She'd be like she'd be like, Why are you so fat, Brad? Here, have these muffins I just made. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why are you so fat? Here, have some chicken. All right, let's parts. take a picture. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this party's horseshit. Hey, that's going to that. That's that's a lost art. Nobody. So I've seen 10 years of bull riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's professional level. And when me and Cody first come on the scene, that Cody Whitney and J.W. Harris were so hard on us. Like, we battled back and forth. And yeah. I'm not talking nice. But they did it because they liked us. Really? And to do something like that these days, them kids would get so... Do you think they would? They'd fold up. Oh. Yeah. You can't do that no more. <laughs> you can't talk to me. Hey, I heard Cody Webster give Luke Casey last year at the NFR one of the greatest speeches I've ever heard in my life, Ken when Luke Casey got banged up and went to the Justin Sports Medicine Room, and then they, they DR'd him for two perfs or whatever it was. And I'm telling you, like, I'm just back there doing social media stuff for the PRCA, and I'm listening to this. It was incredible to hear Cody talk, or to hear Webb talk to Luke Casey, real talk, like no holds barred, yeah. like saying, hey, you want to be the baddest cat in the world? You, you've got to, like, I mean, it was really incredible but that's like what you're saying what those guys instilled in you it's a you got to do it a little differently i feel like nowadays I, I think that's part of the reason why i'm so tough yeah they the guys i looked up to wouldn't we're allow tough. you right to be a you know what yeah so they were verbally like hard on y'all not physically right they never like stuffed you in a trash can like poured pink paint all over you I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I'm gonna hold up this <laughs> doll. Nothing like, I you mean, tell me where they touched you. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I mean, they they were not worried about your feelings. Yeah. J.W. Harris, have you met him? Do you know him? See, he I, is not worried about your feelings. No, no. See, I don't know him that well. I mean, I know him, and I always say, Hi, "I can't sir. say y'all oh, would get along." He would, he would, huh? he would I can't hate say you. Y'all would get along. He would hate you. He he just stare you down and give I you that. <laughs> He's always been really nice. He don't to really me. get along with many though, so it's not like you're you're in a small group or anything. But I look, I mean, he was my. I feel like you just judged me, and you're like, yeah, J Dub would not like you. That guy made one of my favorite. Bull He's my rides best friend. Time. He likes me a lot, but he would not like you for sure. He wouldn't. Uh, when he wrote your favorite smoke screen. Oh yeah, ninety four. I got on that bull in my permit at Kansas City. Did you ride him? Right to the whistle, fuck me off, uh, and I felt. Why couldn't I have done that? I was six and a half seconds. J-Dub was 94 on him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like to tell you a cool story and say I did it, but I didn't. (laughs) Well, at least you're honest. I thought you, whenever you're like, yeah, I wrote him. You can totally lie and be like, yeah, it was only But I have damn sure cracked some other ones that got, that one got me there. Really? Some dang sure, some dragons. Yeah. What is your favorite bull ride that you have ever made? There's two. All right, give them to me. Uh, I rode Spotted Demon to win the Reno Extreme. I remember Bulls. that. I watched that, that bull's killed off people. Uh-huh. That bull's bucks. And yeah. I rode Smokestack at Lawton for ninety. And he another good bull. That, that was so uh, that was that had to have been pretty recent. Smokestack. Yeah. I rode that bull the first two jumps before he turned back. You never, you know, it's all reaction. Yeah. Riding bulls. Then first two jumps, I was like, "When is this sucker going to hit the ground?" Really. <laughs> that. I that was going mean, through your head. Oh, yeah. Like, his feet are about to hit, but they hadn't hit yet. And then just wrapped it up. And, I mean, nobody rode that bull in the PRCA for, like, me and Shane Proctor, maybe. Two OGs. OGs. Yeah. But, like, didn't get rode. Yeah. And then they sold him to Blake Sharp and stuff. and he Spotted demon. That big scary Ooh. bastard, huh? I, I, I can't say I wanted to do it again. Yeah. I was glad right. I did it. And I, I, is that the same spotted demon that was in the PBR? The no. the black high horn bull with the oh, yeah, heart? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was that's the bull that knocked out Marco Gucci in eighteen. I'm he only, won the round and then knocked him out. Yeah, Tyler Bingham at the NFR in Arlington. Yes. Kind of I mean, hurt him. That's the one that hurt him. Yeah. Oh wow. And he was mean too. It, nah. He, he was he trot right by you. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of that. He knew though. He was High horn. He was huge. And he would Ju- Julio's bull, he would, wouldn't he? Bring, Marino's yeah. bull. Yeah. Bring you to him. He would bring shot. you to him and then meet you. Dallas shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. the only person I ever saw ride that bull, I didn't get to see your bull ride, so I'm going to look that up, was Dal- Dalton Castle rode him oh, in California. Yeah, yeah and Salinas, both ways. That was when I never even Marco heard of Marco Agucci rode him that helped him win that aggregate, knocked yeah, him out, hit yeah, him on the cheek. Yeah. I'm, trust no, me. I under, no, that's what, true. What aggregate? What? What aggregate? He he won a PBR. He won the PBR World Finals. Oh, that year. And, and oh, after 18. the whistle 
whooped him yes, down. Yes, whooped him, him down, oh, and then shit. he like turned his head to yeah. meet him. Oh yeah, that left horn. That yes. was his deal. Ooh. He, but Dalton Castle, I'd never heard of him before. I, Dalton, and then he strapped that bull really at Salinas at a tour and pro, both ways, and I was like, damn, this dude's for real. That was the first time I saw him too. Was that in nineteen before he came? to Remember when he came to Big Sky nineteen? I don't remember. That had to have been nineteen. Yeah, but yeah. Clint Atkins was showing me the video. He said, "Check this kid out from mm-hmm. Mule And I went, "Who the hell is this kid?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dalton Castle's kind of in the same. He's a cowboy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some cowboys over there. I didn't say there weren't. Right. They just like that rock star lifestyle yep. over there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's different. I'm not trying to like put a label no, on it. No. They like that no, monster no, no. lifestyle because monster. I, speaking of monster, Boudreaux's my little brother. I love Boudreaux. He he's, is. He's oh he. I mean. Basically, oh, okay. we grew up together. I watched him get on the first. He's wild. He's that guy's wild. wild. <laughs> we were. I tell him all. I bring. I'm like the JW for him. <laughs> I tell him how stupid he is all the time. Dumbass. And he tells me, "Try and whoop your ass." I said, "Well, come on, yeah, do I it." I think he could. He, he, yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> me, him, and Parker McCown, like we're real tight. But yeah, Boudreaux, he's and I get all the. I wouldn't say like inside, but like. He tells me. You know, oh, yeah. Sure. We, yeah. we talk every day, bull riding, you know? So I I see his, the way he has to go about it in the PBR, and then, I, I mean, he's been to the oh, yeah. bar five times in a row and all that yeah. great stuff. So he knows rodeo, but, like, it's, it's a good talk. I yeah. mean, it's real. Do you find yourself at this stage in your career being a mentor to a lot of the younger guys? I try to be that J.W. Harris. Not as far as, like, dick mode. Right. Like, <laughs> hey, J.W., if you're listening, I love you, bud, but it's only real Not talk. Like uh, you me. would expect it to be real talk, and that's what it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I tell a guy straight up. Though, yeah. Even anybody. Yeah. I live that way. Sure. If I can't look myself in the mirror and be real, you know. Yep. So, that's cool. That's good stuff. But I do. I, I'm there for a guy. Like I'm there for anybody that wants it, but be ready to hear about it. That's yeah. right. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. So what would you? And I know we're we're about to wrap up, but what would you say? We you've already shared an immense amount of mental, like how you go about your life. But like young kid wants to ride bulls, sees it on TV and goes, "I want to do that. I think I can do that." What would what do you say to him sitting across from you? You gotta want this shit. Yeah. You gotta want to be it every day, all day. Oh yeah, there ain't no, uh, like Cody Teal, perfect example, nicest guy in the world, right? When he tapes his glove on one before you, and that's what if you ain't ever done it, you wouldn't know. That that feeling, that rush, Ooh. and for Cody Teal being the most laid back person in the world, that man gets woke. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's there for it, yeah. and like. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like I think even Janie kind of saw it tonight because I hadn't seen that. I haven't seen me in a while. Sure. And when I did that right there, my eyes like you looked at me like I wasn't there. Yeah. I was not like Janie was the first person. Hey, let's do the interview, and I'm like, you got to give me a second. Yeah. Like my eyes were glazed over. Like you're about. To, I mean, I just went to war. You did a That's Conor right. McGregor walk, which was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Ah. Dude, that was so gangster. Rooster like, Gill strapped the flank man for Paige. He's like, when you strap this thing for ninety, I want to see that Conor McGregor walk. <laughs> and that's the only thing I remembered when that's I stepped. So off. I heard that you buzzer off, and you did the growl at the audience, like, and we were kind of in that oh, realm of, of seeing gosh. that. And you like looked, and you just ah. And they were like, and then you did the oh. Conor McGregor walk. It was, and this place was, it was, uh, it was amazing. So cool. It was awesome. Like for me as an announcer, like that's the kind of stuff that gives me a high. Yeah. Is when we set the moment and then you guys freaking bring it and do something like what you did. That's it doesn't get any better. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. That's what the people want to see. That's yes. It's all. The Conor McGregor. I hope I see a lot more of the Conor McGregor walk this year. We will. Yeah. I guess I, I guess it got it. I don't know. I used to beat on my chest like in 2017 when I was on a roll. Is that why everybody's like doing that, that now? Because I feel like that's a thing now. Like the, Copy they cast. growl and then they <laughs> hit themselves. I don't know, but that's yeah. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was you know I was live. I love it. That's I told so Janie, I was like, yeah, give me a second because I, I I gotta turn down. <laughs> There's a good chance I may attack you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> I mean, for real though, I went to war. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I won. That and feeling, won. yeah. That's what it's about. That's it. That's why I do it. That's what I was gonna say. But it's that feeling. Oh, it's yeah. like it's for me. It's like golf. I can hit 
10 bad shots, but one pipe straight down the fairway on the green, and you're like, that's the one. Growing up between, like, I think I've done it, like, three or four times, I have broken bulls. Broken them. Rode them. Stood still, looked up like they don't want no more. Spur Brisbia. You invented Spur Brisbia. They stopped, looked around like. Wow. I did it in Brenham, Texas at an amateur bull riding once. Did you get goosebumps? Yeah. I just got goosebumps. That's incredible. Just stop. I made a 1,500-pound beast stop what he was doing. Fuck it. You won. Get off. Yeah. That's That's why I do it. Yeah. What a feeling. What a feeling. Or when one takes off. He's doing his job. You're hurting him. Yeah. Not hurting him, but I mean. Right. But he, he's feeling you. Yeah. He feels me. And then he just takes off or like mind blown. Yeah. Boom. There ain't a feeling like it. I don't care what you do. <laughs> Some there. of those pictures of you spurring bulls too and your head, your freaking foot's way above your head. It's like, holy crap. That guy knows how to kick bulls. I will say I'm a little older now if they don't get so high. <laughs> Go about halfway. Yeah. You still get the point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of guys uh, that – Speaking of spurring, and I know we got to wrap up. I'm looking at the time, but speaking of spurring, do you think there's an art to knowing when to spur and when not to spur? Because I feel like some guys open up too soon. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And like they're making, they're about to be a lot. I don't know. It's emotion though. Like look at Stetson Wright. Yeah. It's emotion. If you're feeling it, there ain't no time to think. Hmm, should I spur him? Yeah, you so that's it. what I'm asking. Like, there's, it's that's not even a thing. It's well, just some like, guys actually think that in the opposite way. I need to. Oh, I know the whistle's coming. I don't want to spur him. Let me clamp down and get the ride, and then they buck off seven eight. Uh, okay. Where because I wanted to ride versus yeah. when you're in motion, and it like just feels Stetson, right. It's just a reaction. I, yeah. Okay. You stay moving. You're loose. You're just riding. You're just you're just along for the ride. That Stetson will do some extraordinary stuff to stay on the back of a bull. He, he has the wow factor. <laughs> For sure. The way he'll lean back Bronx sometimes. Animals. I agree. It's it's like, is this supposed to physically be possible? Like, he'll get in the bind like, oh, no, he's back. No, oh, my God. Oh, he's you know, back on. And he's it's back not on. fair. He gets a warm-up. <laughs> That's saddle bronc ride, and he gets warmed up. Okay. I will say, I mean, he's, he's, he's a freak of nature, but everybody I've talked to Horses move faster than bulls. It's like a blur. When you're saddle riding. bronc and bareback happens way faster than that's bull interesting because bull riders are so square. Like bulls are yeah. so blocked, you know, and they they're wow. bigger. They're a whole different animal, huh? So when he gets that's on that bronc, that's keeps profound. up, he's ahead of the horse. Yeah. Thirty minutes later, you got to get on a bull. Slows oh, it down. Yeah, let's slow it down. Slow it down. This is easy. <laughs> that's crazy. I've never heard that. No, that's but it makes sense. I don't sense. know if he'd tell you. I mean, he's the one that does it. I just, that's what my opinion of it is. Yeah, I guess so, because you got to beat him to the ground every time where a bullet's not that. You're riding with them instead of moving, moving your feet to beat to the ground. Then you got to move your feet back and oh, yeah. front and to back. And you got to warm up 30 minutes before of some fast reaction time. Well, I guess w- when you're younger and they're teaching you how to ride bulls, they use a lot of horses. So, I mean, that makes Oh, yeah. Gary Lafayette's big on Oh, yeah. I'll ride my horse. I got a, I got a horse that rides around really good. I can ride him in a in a rope tie down bareback, and I'll go riding in the pasture. And I I like riding him in the round pins. Yeah, too. long trotting. Do you ever put jumps up? I've seen Gary look. Yeah. You'd like yeah, do that I with did, the jumps, and you I lean get forward to that and extent with it. You pivot at your hips, and yeah, stuff. you want to get out over the front end. I just know where I need to be on a bull. So yeah, I like hold that placement whenever I'm. The round okay. pin's good. Yeah, because it's trotting, and you don't have to worry. He's in his motion. Yeah. You don't have to ride. Right. You just let him ride that round pin. Hmm. Golly, this is so enlightening. It is. It's good. I, it is. It's good for your groins and hips because that you don't – man, you can't work out for bull riding. JB said it, and it's <laughs> that was the realest words you've ever said. Right. You've ever said, you know, like you can go in the gym and be the strongest guy in the gym, but when it comes time to get on a bull, yeah, that's it's a totally different muscles working. Like say a 25-year-old ain't ever been on a bull gets on one, that man going to be sore. Right. Oh, man. The groins and the hips. Yeah. Everything in bull riding works from your knees to your chest. Yeah. So I can relate. So my announcing horse bucked at Pecos, mm. and the next day I was pretty sore in the groin area. Did you ride him? I mean, yes. I stepped off. You got I, tense, huh? You tightened up. Yes. Not only because there was a bull chasing us. Oh, yeah. But then whenever I, like, but legitimately, and like when I read, used to ride Colts and stuff, and uh-huh. they buck, like you get, you use a lot of muscles that there's no way, like you said, you can duplicate that 
there is champion fitness does like doug champion like they help a he's lot. changed the game for sure yeah. like on as far as exercises it's just like weird stuff though like stuff that you're like if you see like okay i was at my gym before the nfr last year and i see this guy doing all this weird stuff in front of the mirror it's chase brooks the bronc uh -huh. rider and like from across the gym, I can I know I'm like that's a champion living guy. Then I got closer and it was Chase, but because it's all different kinds of mobility and like core and but it's not like lifting. It's being able to move and control your body. I do all body weight. Yeah, I'll go ride my bike for five miles because my knees are so bad, and I'll do body weight. Keep it. I'm gonna tell you, for any kid out there, if you want to be a bull rider, you are gonna need a six pack. Of of what? Course light. <laughs> oh, a six pack on you. Mickle. Yeah. Oh, cool. You you got a six pack? Yes, sir. That's incredible. Show us. Why are you kidding? That got weird. Prove it. All right. We're gonna wrap this up. Uh, Anthony's getting a little little delusional this time of night. You calling me out? You wanna try me or what? No, I'm not gonna try you, you psychopath. Hey, there's a square right there. I got I got twenty on Trey. Uh, I no, also have real, but, but real talk, bull rat's yeah. all core. Like you want to be a bull rider, you only a six pack. That's just to start you off, yeah, right. in the right direction. All right, well, that's great wisdom, and that's perfect, uh, perfect note to end on. Love it, uh, Brad. Do you have any final thoughts? Man, I don't. Trey, this has been good. Thank you. Yeah, for, it's been a great. I told you we needed a bull rider. I know. I, I know. enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, thank you so much for. I know your family's resting before you head to the next one, and I appreciate you making the time to come on with us. Trey Benton, make sure you follow him on all social media platforms. Obviously, keep up with him and his journey on Prodeo.com. And uh, I just, I wish you, from sincerely, you've been, since I was trick roping, team roping, for some reason we've always been buddies. And I just really appreciate you. you've always been the same towards me. And you've never made fun of me, at least to my face. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. But you've been a great guy to me, and that means a lot. Hey, man, all honesty right here. Yeah. And what that, you see is what you get. Yeah. I remember even when you roped bulls at the BFO the, in oh, Waco, yeah. and you were— That's you, another adrenaline rush. Oh, my gosh. In tennis shoes, 50 foot of rope, just yep. from the middle of the outgate, just whoosh, send it, get it on them. Like, it was awesome. It was that, That's fun. TB, you're the shit. Thanks, man. Remember that feeling? Yes, Go sir. win some money. Yeah. Excited, Can't wait to watch. Excited better. to watch. Brad, Lucia is—, is honor thanks, thanks brother yes, this sir. has been another amazing episode of cowboy mafia make sure you stay tuned make sure you like subscribe and make sure that you write something positive or negative we're going to learn from all of it we love all of our fans we love all of our listeners and until next time remember if you remember nothing else that you heard in this podcast remember this be thankful for the ones beside you be thankful for the god above you and be thankful for the life before you see you later everybody